Welcome to episode 44 of the Brand Social Podcast. Today, Pab and myself are having a little catch-up. Enjoy the show. Recording in progress. Hello, oh, let, let me move that horrible, horrible box that's there for some reason. Um, I don't know why it's there. There we go. I don't know what the fuck it is? Hold on. It's a box for a cast iron pan. Yeah. Mm. Right. Yeah, just knackered. It's been a long day. Busy day, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I spent the day pressing. Um, I can't even remember how many it was, but Christmas jumpers. Mm, Christmas jumpers. Yeah. Yeah. I got about halfway through and I was like fucking shoot me now it's not even fucking Halloween mate mate I wouldn't be doing Christmas jumpers this time of year I'll be doing them no. in like I'll be doing them in like January <laughs> so never <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I'm, a, I'm not I'm just not, to put them in the sale I'm not great with Christmas mm. uh, yeah I'm, I'm not just, I'm not the biggest fan either it's alright I suppose Shouldn't yeah, complain because my get... birthday's at Christmas. But... This is true. This is true. I've already put the birthday present. I'm basically Jesus. Only not. I've got the same birthday as Noel Evans. <laughs> That's why he's called Noel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what day yeah. is your birthday again? Is it the 22nd? 22nd, yeah. Yeah. See, same I remembered. Birthday. Yours is 11th of November. You're... Yeah, you're one of the very, very few people I actually remember what day your birthday is. It's because you, you feel it, very privileged. It's because you've made the effort. That's what it is. You made yeah, the effort to remember it. Yeah. I know lots of people's birthdays. Paul, Paul, I sort of remember yours because I missed it and you told me off. <laughs> oh, when's Paul's? <laughs> um, I think it's August. You think? I, I, I don't know the date. I'm just saying the month. <laughs> so you've got a one in 12 chance of getting the month right. <laughs> it's, it's either August or September. Or Gemba. I think. No, it can't have been last. No, it wasn't last month. It must have been August. Yeah, I'm going with August. I'm going with, right, Paul, your new birthday. I don't care whether this is right or wrong. Paul, your birthday is now the 14th of August. Uh, here, here's the thing. Let's um, let's stop uh, Paul from putting, letting everyone know when his birthday is. Let's have everyone on Instagram that follows us and all listens to the pod put a guess of what date you think Paul's birthday is in the comments <laughs> for this. We'll clip this bit. We'll clip this bit as the, as one of the um, as one of the little videos. And if you guess correctly, and your name isn't Paul from Humane. We'll send you something. We'll send you something nice. How does that sound? Yeah, I like the sound of that. Yeah, we'll send you something nice if you can guess. Yeah, because we have got some nice things on the way. So, hmm, we do, we do. How's things with you, mate? How's your day been? Quite busy today, actually. Yeah, it's been one of those. Mm-hmm. I don't even have a chance to sit and fucking eat anything today. It's probably not the best thing to do, but yeah, just busy. 
Uh, it was mainly yesterday was my sort of studio day and proper studio day, and I'd um Aaron come over. Yeah, Aaron Miles, not Aaron Mills. <laughs> <laughs> Just to clear up any confusion from the last episode. Fuck me, that made me proper chuckle. To I forgot that had happened, obviously, because I forget everything. But that proper made me chuckle. Um, yeah, so I, uh, Aaron from Dicky Smiles come over and I give him a little primer on how to print. Um, uh, and we made a really fucking With cool... side of man sausage. Yes, yeah. Well, actually, I introduced him to the... Um, the world of cheap chicken balls, um, which I'm going to yeah, I'm going to I'm going to introduce you to them when when you want to see over. my cheap chicken balls. I, I, I said, look, mate. I said, whatever happens today, the thing you're going to remember the most is how lovely these chicken balls are. And he was like, yeah, okay, fine. If you think I was I was hyperbole or whatever. Anyway, um, tea bag. We made I made some lunch. I said, have a chicken ball, and he put the chicken ball in his mouth, and he ate it, and I could see. The light bulb went off that he knew that I wasn't talking shit about these chicken balls. So he smashed his chicken ball down. And then about half an hour later, we were back in the studio. And I could see him sort of zoning off. And I was like, you're right, mate. He's like, yeah, I'm just I'm genuinely thinking about those chicken balls. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean chicken balls as in like you get from the Chinese? No, they're like, oh, the only right. way I can describe them is they're meat. They look like meatballs. Well, they are meatballs because they're made of meat. Um, but they're chicken. And I don't know what it right. is, some sort of crack or something they put in them, but you can never eat just one. Right. They're like, they're like, like, you know what I have that with is, you know, the little satay chicken on skewers. Yeah. That you get in the supermarket in like yeah, packs of shit. five or whatever. Mm. Yeah. It's good shit. Yeah, but this is, that's my crack. It's hard to describe these. You need to really eat one to understand what they're like. In the same way, you know, you still need to make my sandwich, brioche bun. So crack induced and... chicken balls. Yeah, there's something about I don't know what it is. There's something about them, and they um they have it's a MFG. <laughs> I mean, they're made in Germany. The the most amazing thing about them is that you get like probably twenty in a pack. They're quite it's quite a big pack, and they're only a quid. So how much actual chicken oh, is in there? Yeah, I know. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's more feather than meat. <laughs> they're so it's obviously dirt. I mean, it's basically whatever they scrape off the grinders when they make when they <laughs> when they like make <laughs> shredded chicken or whatever. That's that's what it has to be. It's reconstituted. It's whole that. blended chicken. That's the only thing I can think of that it could be. <laughs> God. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you had a yeah. great day. There's over. lots of foods like that. There's lots of foods like that that are like you just don't want to think of how they're made. It's like anything that's like reformed chicken. Mm. Do you know what I don't mm. want to know how it's made? That ham that's in the shape of a teddy bear. What Billy Bear? Uh, is that what it's called? Whatever it's called. Mm. Yeah. Also, you know when they make like a gala pie? You know gala pie is, don't you? Mm. How do, they, do they, is it one giant long egg they make that goes in it? Or is it like <laughs> lots of is it lots of eggs? I'm genuinely asking if you know this because do they make like a fake egg? Like they or they take all the yolks together and make like a yolk tube, and then take all of the whites together and make like a white tube with a hole for the yellow tube in it, and then put that inside the meat before they make the gala pie. Oh, you're overcomplicating this. My brain now. Now I'm thinking about that. Because they get there's always in every slice of a gala pie, there's always yeah, yolk and white. A... You never get yeah. like the tip of just the white. And when you think about it, there aren't that many pieces, there aren't that many pieces of an egg if you slice it when boiled that are actually mm. yolk. Most of it's white. Mm. 
Yeah. This is some really fantastic brand content going on. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the oh, ex-social my... podcast. <laughs> yeah, you've just got my brain thinking about cylindrical eggs now. I'm going to fucking Google it. All right, what shall I Google? Um, are the... How to, how to make gala pies. Eggs in gala pies. Long tubes? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh... Oh, some... shit, someone's actually made a YouTube video about it. Brilliant. Oh. Should we save that for another time? <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to watch it now. Oh, yeah, it's called The Long Egg. They make a long yeah. egg. Yeah. Obviously, there are probably gala pies that don't have the long egg, but yeah, if you make one at home, for instance, yeah, you just put a bunch of eggs in it. But ah, oh, I don't know if it's yeah. The egg portion is for... this is foods of England. The egg portion is formed from a distinctive long egg made by cooking egg white in a tube to ensure every slice contains a neat round of cooked egg. Oh. <laughs> I was right; they actually make a long egg. Fucking hell. Listeners, oh. you've learned something new today. Oh, that has tickled me. Egg poles. Egg? No, it's not egg poles. They're long eggs. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, my goodness. God. Oh, bring a guest on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> how's um? How's printing been this week, mate? Does it feel still feel like silly season, or is that no? It's gone. Planned? It's gone like completely the other way. It's I've got a hundred piece order to do for the weekend, and that's it. That's all I have. Um, oh, but right. I've but I've had loads of other shit going on, so I haven't actually I haven't gone out looking for work or um yeah you know, forced any because mm-hmm. I've got so I've got so much other stuff going on, and you know as you know it's not my luck. Whilst I, I do spend a full time job amount of time on it, I don't. It's not my really my full time job. So I um yeah yeah. So I'm sort of scaling back a bit, which is good because I was at the point of complete burnout, like complete mm. complete burnout. So yeah, I've uh, yeah not taken anything. I've got a couple other jobs in the pipeline, but um nothing that's been sort of. It was funny because it, all these jobs were like almost the people were screaming for them. Yeah, we need this. We need that. And then I'm like, cool, when do you want to do it? Oh, we'll, just, we'll get the money, shit, we'll get done, cool. Yeah. And then a week later, like, you ready for this? Yeah, yeah, we're nearly there. We're definitely going to do it. And I know these people mm. are going to come through with these jobs, but they've gone from being complete emergencies, two of them, complete emergencies, to being, oh, there's no rush, but we are going to get them done. I'm like, we'll make your fucking mind up. It was either an emergency or it wasn't. I think a lot of people, when they're getting stuff, when they get things printed, the time frame doesn't isn't really important to them, but because they've got the idea, they want it then and there. They don't actually yeah. think. I think most people don't have an actual deadline that I deal with, mm. apart from the contract stuff. Yeah. Unless they've got like an event or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something we did quite a lot this summer, or mm. more towards the start of summer. We don't really do like many festivals and stuff like that, but we had like an influx of like small festivals and events and stuff, like all at the same time. And I was just like, this is fucking bizarre. Mm. Um, and it was all, you know, it's fucking people don't plan. Merch is the last thing on the list. And it's like, fuck, we need like 200 t-shirts or whatever. And it's not like, you know, that's not a 20 t-shirt order. No. You know, 200 no. shirts on a manual, like one of them was a four colour as well. Oh, so it was like, that's all day, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a full that's an day, all day That's an all day job, easy. Easy. And, I always um, say a hundred, a hundred, a hundred t-shirts on a six. 
a six color hundred t shirt job is all day. So yeah, two hundred yeah. on a four is is about the same, isn't it? Yeah, it's fucking mental. Yeah, so I didn't enjoy those jobs because <laughs> mm. it was just I just I don't like brush orders. I don't, I mean I don't know if anybody fucking does. Um, oh, Alex is Alex is supreme. Well, <laughs> I, I don't think he. I don't think he knows what a rush order is because all of his orders are rush orders. Yeah, he's <laughs> a oh. fucking legend, that boy. Here's here's a question for you then on on the topic of burnout. Yeah, are you or people around you mm. good at recognizing when you're going to burn out, and how do yeah. you deal with that? Uh, well, I'm always I'm always very aware of it. Anyway, I'm aware of it myself. I know some people aren't aware of their own burnout and things like that but i'm 100 aware of my limitations which is why i'm so good at pushing them um yeah but generally people around <laughs> me are, are fully aware of it yeah the woman's a bit like she can see it's happening she's like right stop we need to like do nothing for two or three yeah. days that is my the only work i recover i can't slow down and have a more manageable workload i literally yeah, have to no, completely stop completely stop yeah. for a couple of days and just sit and sit in my pants on the sofa and eat pot noodles and play zelda that's that's it <laughs> It's basically what I have to do. Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah. Are you the same? Sort of. I'm I'm not the best at recognizing when I'm burning out. It's more when I get there. Mm. Like it's, that's the it's only almost time too I late then, really. Recognize isn't it? it is yeah, exactly. And then it's kind of like a burnout, and then it's like the stress levels go through the roof, which don't help anything either. And it's like, and it's always when I'm at my busiest, obviously, like, mm. you know, because I've got too much fucking on, I'm pushing myself too hard. And it's like, Nix is good at recognizing it. And she does always tell me like, you know, you need to take a couple of days off or like, instead of working this weekend, like just go out and have a few beers or whatever. And it's just like, I just don't have fucking time. Like, mm. You know, you sometimes time, I, I feel like I've just got to push through it, which yeah. isn't the brightest idea. No, it's um, actually a really shit idea. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, there, you know, there was a, there was a period in summer where I, I did properly burn out. Like I spoke to you about it, mm. and I had to have like a, I fucking nearly had a week off. Mm. I was just like, you know, it was working the day job, it was doing my own shit, and I was busier than I've ever been. Mm. Um, and you know, it was getting up at fucking getting up at half five in the morning, fucking sorting out LS and then going to work, doing a full like eight, nine hours, coming home and doing another five, six hours printing and rinse and repeat for I think it was like a solid two or three weeks I was doing that for. And it was just like, you know, obviously you don't sleep much. You see, I think the thing is it's actually counterproductive because if you're having to take a week off to recover from all the extra work yeah. you're doing just take more time off while you're doing it. You know what I mean? It's it's when you look yeah, back at it, it makes so much sense. Well, well but, after after that happened, like me and Nick's kind of basically sat down in a little bit of a chat about kind of like inky cow moving forward and stuff, and kind of like so Nick's isn't really involved. She's tried to help where she can, but it's like it's little things. Like she was like, oh, I could take over your emails, I could take over your quote and stuff. But then it's like I've got to sit down and go through all that. And I know in the first instance, it's going to be, you know, it's, it's putting work in to make my life easier further down the line. But it's like right now, that's time I don't have to be able to give up, mm. to sit there and like, this is how I do this. This is how I do that and everything. And then watch you doing it to, not that I don't trust it, but watch her doing it to make sure that it's kind of a seamless transition over to somebody else. Mm. Um, so it was like, 
you know, on top of doing my day job, printing, you know, fucking exposing screens, reclaiming, doing artwork and everything like that, I was also having to fucking deal with customers too, which is mm. just like, yeah, which is one of the hardest parts of the fucking job, as we know. Yeah, see, I've gotten rid of most um, of that that issue. Yeah, no, I know <laughs> you are, but you know what I mean still. Yeah, I know what so, you mean, yeah, it's the least fun bit, isn't it? Yeah, I mean the thing is, is it's like there's I'm I'm really really like grateful to have like a huge proportion of the clientele that I have are just really fucking cool people, mm. and like I love them all to fucking bits. Like you know, as I've said on it fucking many times, print for like loads of breweries, and they're like they feel like my kind. They're my people, mm. you know, and I get on with all of them fucking brilliantly. They're your tribe. Coincident- yeah, exactly. And coincidentally, they're the ones who earn me the most amount of money. Mm. So it's like, I have to keep that those relationships going. But it doesn't feel like work that. It's like I can call them and just have a chat. Mm. You know? Like one of them, um, about, what was it, about an hour ago, um, about half six, he called me. And he was like, oh. It's like I hadn't spoken to him for a few weeks or whatever, but he was like, uh. Uh, he's he's an old boy and he was like um, older and uh, he was like I really want to leave you a review um, and he was like I just don't know how to um, I was like oh, well, oh you, can, you, know, you can leave a Google review so I spent 15 minutes talking him through how to write a review on Google but it was like that's, that's lovely that like, <laughs> imagine you know. if you did that and went they're fucking shit <laughs> <laughs> you talk him through it. He's like, so I, 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 ju- yeah. I just want you to help me write you a one star review. Yeah. <laughs> oh, can you imagine? That would be funny. To be fair, I'd, I'd have to laugh at that. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, when's this guest oh. getting here? I don't know. What time do you tell him to right, turn up? Right, couple of cunts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listener, we don't have a guest this week. Oh, spoilers. To... We could have had this, we could have kept this going like, well, they're just in the waiting room. We're just going to let them, um... <laughs> we just chat a bit just longer. For two hours. <laughs> yeah, we're going, um... yeah, in the same way that um, GPT had a guest the other week, we're doing the exact opposite. Mm. We're doing just a pair of us this week. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're just having a little, well, a little I don't general think either catch of up. us are as clever. No. <laughs> Who, who's, no who's the Tony? Who's the t- you're the Tony? Am I? <laughs> <laughs> Am I? You know more than me. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Maybe. I'm, I'm just a fucking monkey. Fucking throws ink at a screen. You do print with white water base, so I guess you are the um. I guess you are the Danny, aren't you? Yeah, I'll take that. Can we? Should we? When we do the um the thumbnail for this, should we superimpose their faces onto our heads? <laughs> <laughs> We should, we should superimpose their faces onto our T-shirts. Oh, that's a brilliant idea. I'm going to jump on that and do that. Well, or, yeah, we'll... or we could just print Danny and Tony T-shirts. That'd be, that'd be a really fucking funny we thing to do. We can have them for us, and then we can we can do, <laughs> do our faces on some T-shirts and send it to them. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> uh, Tony, oh. Mess- Tony messaged me the other day when, um, when Dickie Smiles put that video out. Um, did you see the video that he put up? About the him no, coming in. I haven't been on socials. Yeah, he, he put a video up. Basically, filmed most of the day, and um, he sent me he sent me a message saying, "Oh, he said, yeah, stick, stick in your lane or something like." That. He said, "I've got I've got mouths to feed. I can't have you going around teaching people how to print." 
<laughs> and I was like, don't worry, mate. I was like, don't worry, I did it completely for free. And then he replied in capitals, that's worse. <laughs> Brilliant. Fucking, fucking stitches. Like, yeah, I'll make you right there. No, it was, um, oh, it was funny. Yeah. They're good lads. Yeah, they're all right. Good bunch. Oh. Yeah. And if any of our listeners don't know the GPT podcast, go and have a listen because it is fucking brilliant. Yeah, they are very um, good. They are very good. Both of them are are very, very talented industry. They've got a few more episodes than we have, haven't they? They're on like 56 yeah. or something. So I've, like... I've got a feeling they started like within the same like week or two. Yeah, I think they did. did. Well, as you yeah. did. I wasn't obviously wasn't there. I was um I was hibernating for the first twelve weeks. <laughs> Bring out the PEV. <laughs> Bring out the PEV. <laughs> After twelve episodes. Fucking hilarious. Um but yeah, yeah. If you if you haven't heard of them or you don't listen, go listen. There's, a couple, there's a couple of good podcasts kicking about. Yeah, oh, yeah. there is. Yeah. I think um what we want to should do we, should we outline should we outline what we're doing in this episode before the listener switches off? Yeah. Yeah. Before Paul not? switches off. All right, we're just gonna have a general uh a general episode. We have actually got some notes on things we're gonna talk about. We've got some like printy things, some brandy things, uh some general musings about the industry and whatnot. Um because what you quite often see our opinions and things through the eyes or through the ears, I suppose, of the guests that we have on. But it's nice for us to actually have a chat because Darcy and I are very similar in our ways we think about things um, without uh, it being based on someone else's brand. So we're doing it just as a sort of a general, a general chit chat. Um, does that make sense? Yeah. Is that a fair estimation of what we're doing? Yeah, I think so. So on that note, I think so. uh, legs or boobs? <laughs> Bums. Oh, left field. Very left field. Yeah. Where do you want to start? How do you want to kick it off? Um, I I was thinking earlier. So Careful. We. That's not your job. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I was at work earlier, and they have a six-six vice press. Oh yeah, um, they're Lysen vice presses. There's something they're about nice looking, them, aren't they? Yeah, there's something about they, them. I think it's like the white, and because you don't see any white presses, like, no, yeah, know, they pop. And it got me thinking. I was like, what is the best looking manual press out there? Not, I'm not talking in terms of functionality or anything like that. Just which one looks the best? Um. So, firstly, I think I know why they're not white anymore. Because if you get they white, still ink, make them. no, but I don't think they make them white. I think they're like a grey now, aren't they? Oh, they're not. They're not like a white. I could be wrong. I could be completely off off base here. Um, but my own, I would under, I would never own a white press. I'm telling you that now because how the hmm. fuck would you ever spot that you'd spilt white ink on a white press? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I thought they're like a silvery colour now, but I could be wrong. Um, mm. Best looking, I do. I do like the Rileys, the, the big, the big daddy Rileys. The three fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, the They just look like a fucking Black spaceship. And green. Yeah, I mean yeah. Darren's one looks the bollocks. Yeah. Um, they're very yeah. Cool. 
yeah, they're really fucking good. I think that's probably the, but looks wise, that's the best. I mean, personally, I don't really give a fuck what it looks like as long as the t-shirt comes out right. But no, if I were, if, if I, I were know, picking I'm, one I'm just... based on looks, however, I'm just picking I do... very shallow. I also <laughs> I do like I don't yeah purely based on shallows. This is nothing to do with printing at all. We're just doing we're doing a lot of ranking system of um how pretty we think manual presses are. I think mm. Vastex are un- unbelievably ugly. Yeah. Yeah, they, I agree. It's they the look arm. like they're made of Meccano. <laughs> 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 What's with the fucking holes everywhere? Like, is it, they, yeah. is it, is it a weight saving? Is it a rally <laughs> spec? <laughs> hmm. um, yeah. Uh, M&Rs, I think they just... M&Rs just... always look like... you. You can never tell how old they are. Hmm. I, I mean, timeless is probably too nice a thing to say about them because yeah. they're great, but they're not. I wouldn't stock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think yeah. the the Anatoles We're both the... speaking as M and R owners. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're slagging off our impresses. The Anatole Anatoles are a decent looking press. Um, I yeah, think. I just don't like the red. Well, yeah, but you can order it any color you want. If you order a new no, one, well, no, I know, but Anatole is it's Anatole red in it. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't own a red press. I know it sounds ridiculous, but I do not like the color red generally. No, I don't either. I find it very angry. Um, mm. See, if I was going to do well, this, I and... because I've only ever seen the one Anatole in the flesh, and I've never printed a one, so mm. I can't really comment for its actual functionality or anything like that. But I just when we saw that one at um, Printman, was it? couple of years ago mm. it's they're really chunky yeah it's and a so, nice and i know they're they're obviously you know you want a press that's chunky and solid but it's like yeah i don't know i mean like compared to like the riley for instance it looks like a lot sleeker mm. yeah well of, it's um um they're chunky but then they're, they're more expensive bit of kit than the i suppose the equivalent what they're up against it's more i think they're more similar to the chameleon or the than like yeah than they are, yeah, they are. the cruiser end because i don't really mm. think there's anything that's like the cruiser purely because of the side clamps price yeah. price bracket wise yeah no, no i for, think you're right and for some people and for me that was a, that was a big a big pull to having the cruiser was that yeah, the yeah, fact, that, the fact that i've got the a used one i went for the cruiser yeah um but that being said, I wouldn't. I think in in hindsight, mm. but, I mean, me and you have spoken about our presses. Mm. I've had nightmares recently, mm. um, with it being less than um, favourable towards me, mm. um, and things just not working as they fucking should, and means I have to fucking reset the press and fucking relevel everything and adjust loads of shit, even though I shouldn't need to. Mm. Um, yeah, I kind of in hindsight, I wish I'd gone for like a sidewinder or a chameleon. Mm. Rather yeah, ch- than chameleon would be nice. Yeah, but then again, if I had a chameleon now, I'd be pretty fucked. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know where to put it, but, which is why I'm thinking the sidewinder. I would have because originally what I was going to go for is a four four sidewinder. Mm. Um, even though it was more expensive than the cruiser, but it's like I've only ever printed two six color jobs. I just don't get that kind of work. Well, all of the only um, reason all the heads I have, it's just for I have a lot of repeat orders. So they just sit on the press the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I that's that's that all it's well, really yeah. for. It's all it's really for for me. 
I don't. I, I'm not. Yeah. I know it sounds really lame and shit. I'm not interested in big color jobs. Not because of like no, they're I'm, difficult. I'm, I'm not particularly. Um, they just don't. They don't do anything for me. They're not the thing I crave doing. Which I know sounds weird because mm. I think a lot of people want to do the I'd exciting. I'd like to and... challenge myself a bit more and yeah, get yeah. those jobs every once in a while and kind of like it's. But it's not necessarily like, oh, I want those jobs because it's fucking cool. It's like I want those jobs to challenge myself and actually learn how to do that shit well. Yeah, yeah, that would be that you would know, be like, the hundred percent of the process reason stuff and everything. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, but it's yeah. I mean, my clientele, I just don't get it. Mm. Like pretty much everything that I do is all spot color. Mm. Yeah, same. Um, what really like, made I me mean, think I suppose about it's it. like you've you've got to do that. You've got to do that type of printing to be able to show people to yeah. you know get the work. Hence, why like the I've got a couple of new shop shirts on the way, which are more along the lines of like in process. Mm. Um, and yeah, we'll see how they turn out. I'm, I'm quite happy to do it as a little thing. as a little tinker. I mean, what really like. <laughs> The print that Aaron and I pulled the other day, um, the black and white one, on the pink, looked the fucking bollocks. It really did. Two color job, and it was purely by accident. I said, "Right, we're gonna do. I'm gonna, we're gonna do a print, and we're gonna print black ink, and we're gonna print white ink because I wanted to see. I wanted him to see the difference. Yeah, yeah. Because we put obviously a plastic print with plaster so I want you to see the difference in how it's to print. So we printed the white, the black ink first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, setting him up to have to have the fun with the white ink, but because it was exactly the same art, and we'd registered the build him script. up to knock him down. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> we 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 registered it to the same um the same transparency. We set them both at the same time, and I was like, oh well, let's just see. It was purely like an exercise and to see how closely because we just literally put them in, got the crosshairs as close as we could, then did, did the knobs up. We weren't into it. It wasn't an exercise in perfection. Let's see how close we were, and it was fucking bang on. <laughs> it was it, yeah, they couldn't have lined up anymore. Yeah, and, and so much so that I haven't stripped the press down. They're they're staying on there because um, I want to print some more off for myself because he took all the stuff. <laughs> I said I'm going to leave this on and I'm going to print a couple more for myself. He's like, yeah, man, go for it, like totally. Um, yeah, and that sort of makes I want to do more complicated stuff like that. But that's not really the print isn't complicated, but the artwork's complicated. I think I want I want yeah. more complicated artwork, not necessarily in multiple colours, but I want some more mm. detailed. I enjoy printing the high detail yeah. work, even if it's one. Yeah, or two that's colours. what I enjoy doing as mm. well. Like this, so I've sent this to you. This is the the first of the yes, that yeah, it's gonna look cool. Um, which um, listener was AI generated? Yeah, it's a um, specimen, which is an Italian spaceman. Um, on a <laughs> <laughs> on a cow, uh, it's fucking cool. Yeah. It's on your it's on your Instagram, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It, yeah go go and little, look at it on Darcy's Instagram. Been printed. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's like I mean, I think the topic of AI has come on a, up on air before, and like obviously listening to other podcasts, everybody's speaking about it as well. So I thought, well, why not? Let's just be sheep and um, it's a talk cow, about mate. AI. It's not a sheep. Um, it's a cow, either. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I thought, fuck it, give it a go. And I found this app I got a trial for called, what's it called? Da Vinci AI. Mm. Um, and signed up for a trial. And it's fucking brilliant. Like, it's really, really clever. And it's like, there's a lot of things that I think it can't do that a human being can do. Mm. But 
but conversely there's a lot of things that that do that that does that it's not what a human being can't do but i can achieve the results with it so much quicker and so much more effectively by just hitting recreate recreate mm. recreate and just seeing what it fucking spits out mm. so that, that design so the base of it so the astronaut and the count that was ai and then everything else i basically put it into photoshop and i've just like created like this fucking collage essentially mm. and then half toned it and i'm just going to do it as like a single color print like 45 lpi fucking it's going to look banging like going to do what, it as um, color heavies yeah, heavies are nice. I've got an I've got a an ice color heavies. Did you get a sample set sent through to you? Yeah. Did you get a bunch of them? Yeah. I've are they all, are they all the, everything? Have you got the green and the red? There's like a there's like no, a khaki, I, khaki I just, green. I asked it. I asked him for black and white. Khaki, probably ninety percent of the stuff that we print. Khaki green is really nice. Really yeah. fucking nice. Yeah. Yeah. I've just been wearing. I've yeah. been wearing my white one, just plain, just to. Because I don't, I want to print something on it, but I don't want to like sully it yet. Where's he going? Got some nice um caps, nice colours. James cap, which I've nice, already yeah. got on my head, but that's a nice like darkish. There's that cord one. Yeah, I like that dusty pink cord hat. That's one of my favourite ones. The I think it's called the Bates cap. It's like the wool one. Mm. Scott from Hooklo did one of them. I've still got it. Um. I've got it in black. Hi, Scott. And then the surf cap. Um, I really like the surf cap. I think it's a really nice shape, the surf cap. Yeah, I do. I do. I just wish I bought myself one in black. <laughs> I've stopped, um, buying, stopped buying black stuff now. I'm trying to be colourful. Um, I'm a colourful man. <laughs> i tell you what, though. the My new favourite T-shirt is the classic... Minus, minus. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. I've not got one yet. I've not seen one in the flesh yet. They're not that they're, they're not made of they flesh. Have... They're made of cotton. But <laughs> <laughs> the uh, because they do the staple minus as well. Mm. See, is, uh, I yeah. don't mind so a longer tea. Out. I don't mind a longer tea, but we should probably say hi yeah. to, to I've made the my guys. At AS Color this podcast, and you... obviously they listen to me, and they've you know made them a bit obviously. Shorter. We should we should so, say hi to as color guys, guy and uh, yeah. and hi, Wes. Wes. <laughs> hi Wes, how are you? I know you like Darcy more. You like me. Me, me and you speak to him all the time. time. Yeah, he's, yeah, he can fuck it. Do you know what? Fuck you, Wes. You can do one. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> texting Darcy all the time, inviting him out for coffee, giving him a reach around. What's going on? <laughs> What's going on? Uh, just oh. that stuff. Yeah. Uh, the A <laughs> AS stands for anal sampling in <laughs> <No>, its colour. <laughs> oh, but, but no, oh, seriously, I love dear. you guys. Send me some free stuff. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you didn't you didn't get your uh, your tape, nah, did you? Nah, nah. Or Probably. I'm fucking obsessed with like having tools and shit, mm. uh, and it will get properly used and abused. And I'll tell one? you what, have I really want though is one of those fucking little basketball hoops. No, I don't, I, one, I don't need one. I don't need one. Spot on my wall, right there. I've got. A spot I don't need on my one wall of them. Right there. And when I get bored, when I'm talking to you, I can just like. <laughs> yeah, what if you accident? What if you accidentally throw your own head to it? <laughs> 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 Perfectly oh. round head. Oh, yeah, it'd be a bit too big to fit through that basket, unfortunately. There is that. 
Where were we anyway? We were talking about um, what we were talking about. Shit, what were we doing? We were talking about something. Uh, we did. The, we did the what press you think is the best looking. You want to go over other equipment? Is there any? Is there like equipment you'd like? Any equipment you'd like to add to the studio? Do you think it would make things better or for you? Um. I'm guessing we're not talking about buying an auto. <laughs> yeah, I think like let's let's go with because an auto is a relatively easy choice, isn't it? Let's go with as you are at the minute. What would make things easier for you at the minute that isn't a press? I mean, if if I had the room, and I'm talking, if I had a few more feet, mm. I would get a bigger dryer. Mm. That's your bottleneck in the dryer. Yeah, yeah, big time. Everything else I'm actually really, really happy with. Like, mm. you know, I think... I, I mean, personally, I think I've made quite smart upgrades the way I've gone about it because I had, when I moved into the unit, obviously upgraded the upgraded the press. Um, what else did I upgrade? My heat press. Hmm. Uh, washout booth things like that and then gradually added my drying cabinet and that is one of the best investments i ever made that that mm. fucking vastix dry cab um the starlight starlight can you hear me and, and then the, the most recent one was that um uh epson 1500w how fucking good is that printer it's a very very good printer very capable isn't it i'm glad i've got a spare one in the loft yeah <laughs> Yeah, I'm just picked up for like 200 quid. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm actually yeah. a bit annoyed myself for not buying three of them. <laughs> Did I tell you I bought a load of squeegees? Um, That's actually my thing that I wanted I wanted to get to improve the studio. No, I'm actually on, gone hang on. Oh, are you still talking? Hang on. Yeah. All oh, right. I'm reversing the question to you. Uno, motherfucker. All right. What? So the question you just asked to yourself. I was about to just fucking answer it. And then you interrupted me. It? You just started yeah. talking about squeegees. Yeah, I said the one thing I was upgrade would be my squeegees, and I've just gone and fucking done it. <laughs> oh right, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I was um, I was sitting in the studio the other day, and I was like, Do you know what? I need to standardize. I need to start standardizing. Mm. Um, I tell you what, it was. It was. It was. It was an episode. It was an episode of Chippy T actually. Bring it up again, and I think it was one of them said something like. We're not artists, we're reproduction artists or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, fuck. And the second that went into my brain, it's been sitting and whirring around. And I'm like, you know what? That's 100% true. I need to standardise everything. And even to the point of like all the squeegees that I'm going to be holding, I want them all to feel the same. Because mm -hmm. quite a lot of my squeegees, well, they're all different. I don't have any two that are the same, apart from the... Yeah, um, yeah. The, the wanky dildo ones that you the which I don't use anymore. I'll have I'll have them off you if you don't want them. You're you're welcome to them. Um. <laughs> I'll tell you yeah. tell you what actually, I've got those two that I've bought. Mm. That I've we'll got do, two of those we'll do a swap. that you've just bought. We we'll yeah, do a yeah, squeegee swap. It's like that TV show, wife swap, but for squeegees. And you just send me the ones you don't want. You know, well, you've, you've got, like. you've got, I, don't, you've got, I don't like the square ones. You've got to come down anyway because you've got to pick up the press. Oh yeah, I'll just bring them down with me. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, that was the one thing I was like, I was trying to standardize everything as best I can. Um, so yeah, the one thing it would probably be a decent, probably a decent set of squeegees. So I've got twenty-four squeegees coming. I've got six 
14 inch in a 60 90 65 90 65 6 14 inch in a 75 90 75 and then the same again six but in, a, in five inch because mm. those are the those are the two sort of sizes i use the most anyway they'll cover me up to yeah, most yeah. things um so i've done that um the other thing do you know what i really like to do is buy and i'm hoping to do this next year uh rather than i'm going to save up and not get anything remeshed for as long as possible and then mm. i'm just going to buy all new screens so they're all the same size yeah because the time i spend like adjusting the side clamps and shit um because i've got some that are slightly narrower and even like the thickness of them i know it sounds silly but Mm. like the extra like few seconds twiddling the knobs further down and then when you go to put a big one in and then you're like fuck and i've got to fuck and do them again Mm -hmm. um yeah standardization i think is my is my goal for next year that's what's your your most common size of of the yeah, I only use 2024s. And there's a yeah, very good reason what... for that. Um, because if I use a tw- if I use anything bigger than a 2024, I can only spin the press for the first three screens because otherwise it hits the wall. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm in the same boat at the minute. And when I was at when I was at the unit, I started upgrading all of my screens to 2381s. Mm. And I got about halfway, and now I've got about 30, 23, 31s that I just can't use. Yeah, which it's is really fucking unless it's single color and it's the screen's not going to move, it's fine. Um, yeah, I need, yeah, I need really to move, annoying. I need to so move half up to my half my screen category. I can't, can't really touch. Yeah, but eventually you'll be able to get back into them and use them again, won't you? Yeah, like... yeah, yeah. Um, because yeah, I've thankfully just, I still had a load of the twenty twenty four left over, but yeah, I've just bought the um oversized. It was actually an accident. I bought the wrong um transparency sheets, and I bought the A three plus ones. All right, yeah. but they fit in the yeah. That's, that's all I use. Yeah, I've never I've never used them before. But uh, is that like pushing the limits of a twenty twenty four and A three plus? I mean, if you're filling up the space, yeah, big time. Yeah. yeah okay. Because I, I always feel like an A3, like the the outer limits of an A3 sheet, is I think really pushing the boundaries of a of a twenty twenty four. You screen. can get away with it a little bit more. Yeah, maybe. I mean, the, there's people out there that would tell you you can't, and it's like, I mean, look, it, I think it depends on the on the design mostly. If you know, if you're doing a fucking single color design, you're going to be absolutely fine. But if if it's anything you need to register. I don't even think actually the design is what I'm concerned about. It's I did make the mistake when I first started, like fucking, I don't know, eleven years ago now, whenever it was. I'll get good at it one day. Um, is I tried to make something as big as fucking possible, and printing the first t-shirt's fine. Printing the second t-shirt's fine when it fills up the entire screen. You get to like fifteen. And my arms were on fire because the amount of extra effort. Because obviously, the closer you go to the frame, the harder it yeah, is to yeah. get to break the tension of, the, of of pushing it down. So I'm sort of mm. in. in a, I want to go bigger, make it easier. I don't yeah, want. Yeah. I don't want to completely destroy my body doing this. The, the main problem that I found when you're printing a design that's probably a big a bit too big for the for the actual screen is uh, basically just getting fucking ink everywhere. Mm. 
I'm very you get it all up the side of the screen and no, but it's like if you if you're doing happen design to me. from fucking top to bottom. You, oh no, yeah, top if you're to doing bottom, the design yeah. from top to bottom, and you're pulling that ink towards you, it's gonna go up the side of the screen. Yeah, I mean, like, I never the, have like anything the, the longer than, to you. I never have anything longer than A3, so it never hits the top of the screen. Yeah, but that that yeah. the, the the example I'm picking out is exactly yeah, what I'm... I did last time because I couldn't use a 2331, and I went, "Oh fuck, this design's too big." Yeah. <laughs> and I, I ran with it. The, the design came out fine. Mm. It was just a fucking single color black and white. Yeah, um, sure. it was hard work, but I think that will be the fun. thing that really forces me to find a way to get them to fit in because I can't stand having ink touching the frame. But I can't stand it. No, even if there's tape on it, like I want all the screen, all the ink to stay on the mesh. I don't like it. I know it sounds really fucking weird, and I was showing, um. I was showing Aaron a video. He was I was trying to explain to him how sort of sim process worked. And I yeah. and I showed him a video of a guy doing CMYK. And I was like, look, because he understands what CMYK is. So I showed him the video. And the guy, when the guy was doing each color, he was doing the color and then he was pushing the squeegee up against the edge of the edge of the screen nearest him oh, and so scraping that, scraping the ink up the to, pick, to pick all the ink up. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, every yeah. time I was like, uh, I was like, "What?" I said, "Mate," I said, yeah, "If, I don't if like you that. do that today, I'm I'm going to punch you." <laughs> that, is, that is not allowed. <laughs> he said, "Why?" And I was like, "Plastisol is basically dog poo. We treat it like dog poo. If that if that ink gets on the frame, it's getting on your hand. It's yeah, as simple as that." Yeah, of course it is. I, I never touch the mesh, so there should never be any ink on my hands. But I always touch the frame. Mm. The frame you touch all the time. So I said, "We keep the ink off the frame and keep it in the mesh." Okay, cool. Yeah. He also oh, asked about put. He also, no, no, he did. He <laughs> he did it really. He's annoyingly good at it straight away. Um, he also um, he, he's a, he's a puller. He said, oh, he said, "Oh, can we push the squeegee?" And I was like, "Not if you want to be my friend." Um, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, he, he pulled. So yeah, he well, he did more than my, in more than one way that day. Yeah, he pulled. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think that will force me bastard. when I start getting bigger designs, which I think is inevitable because I need to sort of again I need to start pushing myself on this and that. Um, I think it will force me to get the bigger screens, and then we'll have to see what happens mm. there. Well, twenty three thirty ones are all right because they're not overly big. No, they're they're fine. Yeah. Like I can work with them. My exposure unit works for them. You know, my they fit in my wash tank yeah, a whole yeah. lot. That's all fine. The, the, none of that is the issue. The issue is purely the fact that I've squeezed a press that's far too big into a hole that's too small yeah. no i'm in exactly the same boat mate as you know it's, um fortunately yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll see i'm we'll just see glad what... i didn't upgrade my entire fucking screen now mate can you imagine <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> fucking hell but for fuck's sake there'd be, there'd be some deals uh, up on screen so for a world if that was the case very, with <laughs> yeah i very very nearly bought a pack of those um you know the eco snap frames yeah, I've actually got a shitload of them now. The ones where you can snap all your own mesh in. Yeah. Um, I inherited I some. Them. Did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I, they're when any I, good? I don't know. They're sitting in storage at the minute. When I inherited all that ink oh. and, the, and the frames and everything from the other business that took over. Um, yeah, I've got But I haven't got the... I've got the frames. There's about a dozen of them. Um, no, right. haven't got the mesh. They're not cheap. No, they're quite expensive. They're really fucking heavy as well. Um yeah, I also haven't got the tool that snaps them on there. Oh right. And the tool, the tool <laughs> is about 
200 and something quid. So I'm like, do you know what? It can fucking wait. <laughs> it can wait. I'm not worried about it. They can sit there. Yeah. They're, not, they're, not, they're not causing me any harm there. Yeah. I need to do a big, big load of rematching. But it's like mm. every time I get money in my account, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to spend it on something else. And I'm like, fuck, I should have used that for fucking rematching a shit ton of screen, shouldn't mm. I? But, yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna remesh them. I'm just gonna buy new ones. I'm gonna, I'm gonna eke. I'm basically what I've got. I can make last to the end of the year. I can, I'm gonna eke out mm. as much as much profit as I can from them, and then I'm gonna scrap them, and I'm gonna buy all new ones. Because also, this is this is a this is an, a damning indictment to my um how how little I knew when I first started and how much of a um how much of a penny pincher I am. Um, I only, don't don't judge me, I've only ever owned one brand new screen. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I inherited a bunch when I when I took that, took that other print business over, basically. And then I got a load when I bought my first lot of screen print equipment. And then I had the accident where I destroyed a load and I needed some really quickly. And that's when I met Jack from Old Owens. Hi Jack. And I bought a load of him and a bunch of them had been recently remeshed. They were like they're really good screens and some of them still got some of them there, still doing really well. But I've never actually bought one in I've only ever bought one new one. Which is naughty. <laughs> but if you're getting remeshed, it's not the end of the world. But yeah, I'm I'm trying I'm trying to save from buying any more frames. I've got over 150 of them. So if I get them all remeshed, that's a hell of a that's a hell of a bill. Yeah. yeah, fair enough, mate. So anyway, that's yeah. my um. I think we've all we've all got to do it. It's just one of those fucking ongoing expenses, isn't it? That you've just got to calculate into mm. costings. You know, I think no going to, going forward, I'm just no gonna... different or no less um important than your fucking inks or your fucking cleaning chemicals or emulsion or whatever. So you got shit fucking mesh, mm. shit. It's screens, all consumable. Yeah, no fucking great prints. I think going forward, I'm just going to, um, every time I get a new job in, I'm just going to book a couple of screens to it and just buy, yeah. if I can buy two screens from every job, um, just throw a bit more on there and then, and then see what's what soon, you know, it soon adds up, doesn't it? Doesn't, doesn't yeah. take long to completely change your, but I'm one of these people. I want everything all at once. I don't want to fucking yeah. wait around. I don't want to do like That's two years. Like, I want to send all my screens off for remeshing all at once and get a fucking big batch of lovely new screens. Yeah. But it's fucking expensive. Yeah, it is. Like, yeah. 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 Anyway, what are we talking about? Oh, don't. Some shit. I don't know. Fucking <laughs> brands <laughs> printing. Um, but last, let's do the last little sort of bit on actual printing, and then we'll move on to some brand stuff. How's that sound? Um, yeah, actually, I think you wrote this question. What's the one skill as a screen printer you'd like to improve? See, we have we have asked that question to guests before. Yeah, we've never asked. It, we've never asked it of ourselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you want to go, go first, or am I going first? No, oh, I'll go first if you want. I don't mind. Um, I think I mean we've kind of touched on it already. I think it's more on the artwork side of things and kind of like learning that, you know, properly diving into the whole sim process stuff mm. and like getting good at that because I can do it on a fairly basic level. 
um, with help from Sarah at Hectress. Hello, Sarah, and Jack and Alex as well. Um, and yeah, I, th- I think a, a massive part of it is probably just fucking confidence. Mm. And it's just like having the confidence to go, no, fuck it, I can't do this, you know. Um, but yeah, I think that's probably the thing I'd want to improve most. Mm. I'm quite happy with, you know, well, I'm very happy with the output that we do, both in terms of quality and numbers and the speed it goes out and everything else. Like, I'm good at sales, <laughs> you know, coming from a salesy background. But, um, but you, are, you are a sailor. Yeah. Uh? You are a sailor. Sailor? Oh, fuck off. <laughs> What made that worse is it took me about 30 seconds to get it. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, so artwork for me. Artwork. Nice. Which is fucking ironic considering I come from a fucking graphic design background. Yeah, that's pretty that's pretty fucking <laughs> shit, man. Yeah, but it's no specifically the the sim process stuff. Hmm. Fair. Yeah. Well you mean separating you? separating more than anything, or do you mean Yeah, yeah. separating. Separating. You could just pay someone to do it. Yeah, I've considered. I did some separations for you, didn't I? Yeah, you did. I'm actually not terrible at it. I'm actually yeah. okay at it. When I was in a when I was in a bit of a pinch, help me out as usual. A little bit of a pinch. Mm. This episode is sponsored <laughs> by the first of the month. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, you? What would you want to improve or change or? Uh, next year, okay. I'm going to learn to properly print water-based. Yeah? Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. you coming to the dark side? I think so. I mean, it won't be quick because over there I have... How many gallons are in those big black ones? Big black tubs of ink? Is it a gallon? Yeah. Is it a five gallon? Whatever it is. US gallon. Whatever the be a US kilo. gallon. I've got three five kilo tubs of uh, white plastic over there that I bought recently. Um, so I'll work through that, but that won't last long. That'll probably last me till like, I don't know, like February, maybe depending on obviously the artwork and shit that comes in. Um, Mm. yeah. And then I think when I get, when I get to the last one of those, I'm going to buy, I've actually got some, I've actually got some V2. Um, so I'm going to try that first. I don't think, I don't think it's any good. I think it's gone a bit crusty because it's old. Um, I'm going to buy some white water base and nail it that's the plan v2 all the way mate yeah i'm thinking because a a lot of what i do for these repeat jobs is just a white print a relatively simple white print and it would be nice not to have my arms on fire by the end of it because some of the some of those runs are like three four hundred pieces front and back yeah and you know, it's I mean, the only it's thing okay. on, on runs like that with water base, you've just got to keep the ink moving. Mm. It's like, I think, the I guess the dwell time that you have, like off press, where you can step away from the pl- press with plastisol because mm. your fucking arms are tired and shit like that, kind of like makes up for the fact that you just have to work a bit quicker with water based and mm. in a constant kind of motion, but you just get into it. It's like, you know, it isn't as hard work. No, you know, no, yeah, it's um, something I need to do. I think I just need to sort of bite the bullet and get on and do it. Mm. And I know, you know, it's, it's... hang on to those um, 
what they're called, the easy grip squeegees. Why? So well, I've said it on here before. Like I actually really enjoy printing water base with the easy grips. Yeah, but they the the angles because I'm a larger gentleman. I don't find them comfortable to hold, regardless of if they're easier to print mm-hmm. with or not. Yeah, I just find them. I can't have my hands that close together because I've got pecs like yeah. Zeus. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the body of a god, a Buddha. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I just, yeah, I I don't enjoy. I, I mean, I didn't I didn't pay much for them because I got them secondhand. I got them from Jack, and when I first got them, I really enjoyed them. And I enjoy for short runs. I think they're sort of okay for me, but yeah, they started to grate on me a little bit. And I just hate how the fucking squeegee blade keeps falling out. I don't understand why they're designed like that. My squeegee blade has never fallen out. Well, mine's never not fallen out. (laughs) I think it's because you're doing it with plastisol, and the plastisol just fucking sticks to it. It's like glue. Yeah, that might be it. That might be the problem. I saw videos the other day of someone doing a push print. With one of those easy squeegees. Yeah, I've seen that. I it's like, don't really understand why. The, the worst of both worlds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make it. any... Yeah. I, don't, they, I think they get a really bad rap, those squeegees. Like, I think that they're not they're not great for every job. But mm. they're really not. But on a long run, if I'm just doing fucking, like, black on white or something like that, mm. like, on a long run, they're really fucking good. Because they do reduce some of the tiredness. What I will say with them is another another issue I've had with them is, and I think this comes back to the screen size as well. I think they're probably much easier to use in a bigger screen, but they've got a bit more real yeah, estate to sit are. down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And I think part of my frustration is the, the, the size of screen I'm using. There's not really any way to sit it comfortably if you're printing a large yeah. image. Um, so that's probably part of it as well. But what I need is, you know, the action engineering badass squeegee. Yeah. Right. That's too big and too heavy. Yeah. Right, and I find the easy squeegees too flimsy. <clears throat> there needs to be something in between, mm-hmm. and I think that would work. And the way I'd design it is, I wouldn't have like handles, grip handles. I'd have. Would you uh, have it like a motorbike? <laughs> well, yeah, basically, yeah. That's what. But uh, what I'd have is where where the end of the squeegee is, where the ha- end of because I quite often end up holding. My my two of my fingers are on the top of the squeegee, and then the other two are wrapped around the sides of it. So I sort of hold it like a claw. I'd have like right. bumper, like, like bumper. Yeah, <laughs> I'd have like <laughs> almost like a hand grip thing, like diagonally on each corner, like forty five degrees. Does that make sense? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that would be quite cool. And you could probably make something that fits onto other squeegees that would do that. But I've got these ergo squeegees coming anyway, so. Hopefully they solve my problems. Why don't you like them? They're so uncomfortable. Yeah, but maybe the way I print their problem because but you don't like the square ones, though, do you? No. See, I really like the square ones, and I like the fact they've got ends on them because they're um, obviously you don't get any ink and shit going inside them. Not that I really make that much mess anyway, but yeah, I was going to say I thought you don't make any mess. No, but I used to. I used to be quite bad. Those ergo ones slide apart as well, don't they? They're really easy to clean, aren't they? Yeah, they look really nice and really sleek, but I just find them really uncomfortable to print with. Mm. So, but anyway, so there you go. You haven't, you you haven't got Lego hands like me, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my hands are quite big, to be fair. <sighs> so anyway, basically, we're both shit. We both got to improve. I'm going to become a water baster. 
and you're going to. I, I want to become better at Plastisol as well. To be honest, like mm. I've done, I've done some prints with Plastisol on fleece recently that I've been really, really proud of. Mm. Um, and it took a lot of playing around with because it's like I've, I've never really printed all that much Plastisol. I think it's quite easy to forget that right. printing with Plastisol is as equally it's a, a skill as printing with water bases. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, easy yeah. to no, forget that. I think it's because there's more Plastisol printers out there. That I think yeah. it probably gets taken for granted a little bit. Yeah. Um, but having done both, neither of them are fucking easy. No. Like, I mean, nothing in the screen printing is particularly easy, but yeah, they're I think they're two different skill sets. And mm. you have yeah, you just have to have two different skills to be able to fucking print them. And I feel like I'm getting there with it, especially with my white, getting really good bases down and shit like that. Base! <laughs> I think what I'm finding is printing plastisol is taking me longer than printing water-based. Yeah, but if I but, was doing water-based, it would take me longer than printing plastisol, I reckon. I don't know if it would. No, purely because of like a... At the moment, it would be a skill thing rather than a... I don't think it would, mate. I, I really reckon. don't. No, mm. I think it is more... I mean, I'm talking specifically whites here, right? Mm-hmm. Because plastisol is so much fucking thicker and you have to give it, I think you have to give it a lot more care mm. than you do with white water-based. White water-based just fucking slides through the mesh. And it's like, you know, you start getting, if you're on a long print run, you get to fucking 100 plus shirts, it starts getting a bit gummy mm. and like starts to stiffen a little bit, which is, but even then it's probably half of the viscosity of fucking white plastisol when it's warm. Mm. You know? Yeah, you like are selling it to me. Fresh V two straight out the tub is like printing with fucking melted butter. Mm. It's fucking lovely. Yeah, because so, I I go through quite a procedure to get my white ink ready to print. Yeah, I warm it. I warm it. Stir it. Warm it. Stir it. Warm it. Stir it. But even even after all that, it's not as um supple as V two. Oh, that's a great word. That's a great word. Supple. Shall I say it into the microphone? Mm. Supple. Today's episode is sponsored by the Thesaurus. Yoga. <laughs> Yoga. Yoga. <laughs> uh, right, should we do some brandy stuff? Yeah. Go on. Um, what's your least favourite trend either with a, a garment choice or style or with a way people are treating them and branding them what's your least favorite thing at the moment um i'm gonna sound like a cunt oh <laughs> please do <laughs> i'm getting fucking bored of uh i'm gonna hate it either way um i'm getting fucking bored of all these new brands that are popping up that are their designs may be really cool and stuff and they're cool brands and everything blah 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 but they're pushing the fact that their t-shirts are made in portugal and are 240 gsm mm. because they all sound exactly the fucking same and we all know exactly where they're getting them fucking produced yeah that's yeah. what i'm fucking bored of yeah um I, 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 I don't I've know a few people that are running brands like that, but it feels like it's becoming more of a, or has become more of a fad this last year. And it's like every new brand I come across, it's like, oh, my blank's made in Portugal. 
I don't fucking care. I've never really understood the link people make. What's it between... with Portugal? Well, I mean, no, it's, cl- <laughs> it's close. It's next to Spain, mate. You can pop to uh, Benidorm on the way back. Um, mm. <laughs> I've never understood the correlation people have between the weight of a garment and its quality. Mm. I've got some really good, great quality T-shirts that are very, very thin and quite light. Mm. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm sort of with you on that. I've had some bits from Portugal, and it's sort of okay. They know what they're doing, but I'm not entirely sure what their lead times and shit are like. I think it's a bit; it can be yeah. a bit hit I and mean, miss. Don't get me wrong; it's there are brands out there that I really, really like. Alec from Fiodagar's one. I of knew them. you were going to say that, Alec. Hi, Alec. His, How bla- his blanks are fucking lovely, and mm. I've got a t-shirt of his, and I wear it all the fucking time. Um, it's not him that I'm talking about. Mm. It's the new brands that are popping up and that is it feels like it's one of their main cells it's mm. oh made in portugal it's 240 grand 240 gsm it's like just focus on your fucking designs mm. and making cool shit mm. rather than just putting I a mean, word across some fucking i mean we're papers. we're sort of um we're, we're agreeing with dead cats from last week really aren't we like the, the design's important the t-shirt's not the t-shirt is important but it doesn't it, I, th- the... I think it it matters to a certain clientele mm. yeah and that's that's a very much like a it's very much like a streetwear trend now yeah you know what i mean it's kind of like oh yeah like we want like really heavy and really oversized and like boxy cut and everything like and it's like that's cool but there mm. is so much of it out there. And it's like, we've t- spoken about it so many times on the pod where it's like brands think that they can become really successful because they release these fucking boxy heavyweight tees and just put a fucking word on the front. Mm. I don't think that's like, and that's people that's coming the out of a word. Fucking... I don't think that's ever going to stop. I think that people are always going to think they're going to make a quick buck because they can have mm. a word that no one's put on a t-shirt before put it on a t-shirt. Yeah, but to, to bring up Alec again, he's kind of doing the opposite of that, and it's or not the opposite. He's taking some bits of that, like using mm. the quality garments, um, you know, like heavyweight, oversized garments, and all that. But he's doing some fucking cool designs, mm. and he's printing them all himself. Like you know, he's doing some fucking cool shit. Like, yeah, he's a good, he's a good uh, lad. I'm all for that. He is, he is. He's a very good egg. The only person that's um, ever made a sale while um while on an episode. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so I'll tell you what my least yeah. favourite trend is and it's actually been going on a while now and it, it bugs the shit I think a lot of this is I'm the master of my own undoing here is mm. I follow a lot of brands and stuff because I want to like see what people are doing and I'm interested in it obviously and I have a sort of financial interest in it because you know I'd like to be able to print for maybe some of these people at some point or whatever um, yeah. and when you do that all of your Instagram ads become brands, oh, all man. of them. And a lot of them are quite low quality. And I don't mind low quality as long as there's a little bit of effort and or something original behind it. Um, but what a lot of them tend to be is brands that are focused on making money. And when I say focus on making money, I'm not saying the brand shouldn't make money and be profitable, but that is literally the ethos of the brand. And it's called something like be a millionaire, make a million, like do the money or all shit like this. And they've got, for some reason, they all focus. Boys Club. 
shit like that, yeah. And they all have, for some, I don't know what the trend is with this, but the trend is like an angry teddy bear holding a bag of money. Um, I don't know if you've seen this. <laughs> have you come across this? Um, yes. <laughs> I don't know who first came up with this angry teddy. It's obviously some sort of stock image that people just fuck around with. Um, mm. But there's just like an angry teddy bear with gold teeth and it's got big gold chains on it. It's holding a bag of money. And inevitably, they're a British brand. But for some reason, all the money that's coming out of this bag is dollars. Um, yeah. <laughs> which meant, I just find it really fucking bizarre. And from a sort of personal standpoint, I wouldn't... It feels really weird to me, buying... Someone well, buys one, one a brand. Could, one could interpret LA as Langston, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know? I know what you mean. LA, Langston Harbour. What's yeah. the fucking difference, <laughs> mate? Yeah. It, I just... I. Do you know what it sort of feels a bit like? You know these people that sell courses on how to do stuff, hmm. and they don't actually can't actually do the thing themselves. It's Bad sort ends. of a bit like that because they're saying about oh yeah, make money, money at all costs, this and that, and all the stuff they're doing is shit, and they're just trying to sell the shit they've got to get. They're literally they're in many ways they're a hundred percent living up to their own brand because it's money at all costs or whatever whatever their their theme is. It just feels a bit disingenuous. And if I see yeah. one more fucking angry teddy bear, I'm probably gonna do a do a <laughs> shit in a hat. <laughs> Your own or somebody else's? A fucking any hat, whatever the newest hat is. I'm gonna do a shit in a hat. Um, yeah, that's my least favorite thing at the minute. I don't know. Maybe I, it's very insular because you only see what you know. I've obviously looked at a couple of these and gone, "What the fuck is this?" And then because I've looked mm. at it and actually visited the profile, Instagram's gone, "Oh, you must fucking love this sort of shit." Um, yeah. so, <laughs> so that's all I get. But I don't know. Maybe I'm not alone with that. Listener, let us know. Do you also get ads for shit like that? I want to know. I think Alison just got out of bed when so. Wow, body foam, body foam for you. Right, this, episode, we, uh... this episode is sponsored by Female Hygiene Products. <laughs> we got um, we bought him a new bed. Um, and it's like a please tell me it's a race like a bunk bed, but with, uh, no, it's a bunk bed, but without the bunk underneath. Um, so it's so just a, room for like so a, just a bed on. There's so much more room for activities. So it's a bed on stilts, is what you're yeah. saying. <laughs> yeah, literally. Okay. Um, but it's like he, he's gotten up a couple of times in the night, and I just want to make sure because obviously, like now we've added a ladder into the equation of him mm. getting up into the night. So yeah, he's all right. He's all right. Um, Ah, oh, what was I going to ask you? Something I was talking, I was, I was slagging off um, teddy bears. Oh yeah, that was it. Oh yeah, well, it was the next, uh, next yeah. topic on your, on your list. Kinta. To... Yeah. So in the in the the opposite of that, antithesis is that the right word? Might be, might not be. Mm. Um. Uh. What's your f- current favorite garment trend or brand trend? I don't really know. Like I, I, I looked at these notes before we jumped on, mm. and I feel like I'm a bit out of the loop at the minute. Mm. Okay. Because I've I've not been doing anything really with Downcast, and then like with Rewind, we're still almost in like I guess prototype phase, aren't we? And we're not really paying attention to anything anyway. It's just we're just doing our own shit and just having a bit of fun with it. Mm. So I don't I don't really know, to be honest. I don't really have a 
a favourite thing that's going on at the minute. What about, is there like um, a garment or something that you think is coming out that you're excited about? Yeah, the classic minus. Or like, a, yeah. <laughs> or what about a colour? Is there a colourway that you're like keen on at the moment? I was, I was really enjoying the like pastely and earthy tones. Mm. And now I'm just a bit fucking bored of it because every other order inquiry I'm getting is still for pastely and earthy tones, but I can't get a hold of any of it. Yeah. Um, which is annoying. One of my one of my biggest clients um are a brewer and they've turned into probably my best client. It's like mm. an order every couple of weeks, um, which is fucking amazing. And it's always like 100, 150 plus pieces. Um they are absolutely desperate to get some like raglan baseball tees but they don't want the standard black and white or navy and white or red and white or whatever mm. they want these like earthy toned baseball tees that they've basically they've seen on like some retailers website I, I don't know where exactly um and it's like a almost like a washed brown sleeve and then like almost like a off-white sort of cream like main I've body seen bit. those. Where have I seen those? Or did you send a I message feel... asking? Did you send a message asking? Does anyone know where to get yeah, these? Yeah, oh, yeah that's yeah, where yeah, I've yeah. seen them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I just can't find anything even remotely similar. Mm. Like it's just there's nothing out there. And I said to him, I was like, look, if you're that desperate for them and you want to stump up the money to get this in because you're confident it'll work, like we can look at getting them cut and sew. Mm. But you're going to be looking at like what, 250 pieces or something. Yeah, minimum. Yeah, MOQs. Yeah, minimum. I would have thought. Yeah. Maybe 200. So, yeah, he was like, "Oh, we can't really do that. We want to test the waters and stuff." So, anyway, he's he's found something he likes. I don't know where he's got it from. Um, I didn't. Ask oh, they're going to be 100 percent polyester. <laughs> uh, fucking hope not. Um, he's found one and he's sending it to me. And he's asked if I can just do like a one-off like DTF print and then going to hang it up in the brewery tap room and see if there's how much interest there is. Mm. Um, and then we'll just go from there sort of thing. Nice. But, um, yeah. It's annoying because it's like, you know, the best customers like that, you want to deliver everything you can, but it's mm. like, there's fuck all I can do if there's no fucking garment, you know? Mm. So that's something I would like to see that kind of those earthy sort of tones, but expanded to more, options rather than just t-shirts cool that's something i'd like to say that's something you'd like to see well my mm. current the thing i'm really enjoying at the moment is um and i think we're going to see a bit more of it and i'm quite excited by it is what i call harlequin clothing you know where like the cuff might be a different color to the sleeve might be a different color to the body might be a different color to the right. bottom rib. Like the hood might be a different color. Like, you know, when you get like two or three colors of garment, or when you get one of those garments mm. where the top half is completely black and then there's a, a white bottom half stitched to it or even straight down the middle. Right, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. I know they're sort of, they're pretty custom at the minute, but I'm seeing it more and more in places. And I've had a lot of people inquire dip about it. Cool, yeah, I don't mind dip dye, but I prefer how this looks like the clean like when you've got a nice quality yeah. hoodie and well, you've got no, different um, colour cuffs Bad and... Monday did mm. a bit of that a while ago. Yeah. Uh, I think they did it like straight down the middle so it was like black and white. It's uh, really fucking I don't cool. Know if they did one horizontal. But it is very cool. 
there's something yeah. about it that it's just I don't know what it is and, and what I like about it is I'm seeing it more and I'm getting more requests for it and mm. that can only mean that well you, you know the industry is led by the <laughs> people that buy the stuff it. yeah so yeah. we're going to start seeing a bit you know, more and more full of bits and pieces like that I think um, yeah, much like AS Color listing to me specifically when I said I wanted short 100 percent, yeah, yeah, but not listening to me when I said I want a fucking tape measure and a knife. Tape measure. Yeah, <laughs> 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 oh. uh, so, I bet their conversation was like our tape me- our tape measure's too long for him, and we don't trust him with knives. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, oh yeah. But anyway, that's uh, uh branding wise, that's what I'm keen on. Nice, um, nice. Got... it'd be nice. Like, I was no, go on. No, you go. I was just on that, it'd be nice to have those options for when we start doing a bit more of like the retro stuff with rewind as well. Yeah, it's very sort, sort of 80s. Stuff really, really well. Yeah, yeah, almost like 80s ski wear mm. you know like big bold block colors like block work like yeah the the kangaroo pouch and a hoodie different colors to the bit in your face yeah i sort of like it though but the the colors are right as well everything's sort of right for a rehash mm. of all of that I'm, I'm i'm down for it i'm there whenever it's ready to happen i'm ready for it i want it i, I need it i, yeah. I think you it's get like cool. the um what was it the the only garment I can really think of like that, and even then, it's like the garment with different coloured toggles and a different coloured hood is the Audi's um, Varsity hoodies. Audi. Like, so say if they're they're black and then they have a pink hood and then like white toggles or something like that, they're fairly cool. But it's just you know I want a bit more customization going into it. Yeah, all the um the Cotton Ridge ones. Yeah, yeah. Cotton ones you can get with, get with, yeah. But that, but I want a bit more. Like, I literally want the whole hood a different color, and like mm. one sleeve a different color. I, I just think there's a. Then what's going to happen is in like a year's time, eighteen months time, with all this comes into fruition, everyone will be using it, and I'll be fucking sick of it. And you'll ask me that question again, I'll be like, oh, that you won't be able to get stuck. Color- no, yeah, we're going to get it. <laughs> fucking color block shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Excellent. You got any more? This one's specifically for you. Right. I'm just interested to know, with regards to Downcast specifically, what was your most successful item and what was your least successful item? In terms of item of clothing? Anything. Things that you sold for Downcast. Yeah, that's what I mean, in terms of things I've sold or just yeah, item yeah, yeah, yeah. in the business in general. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Things you've sold, yeah. Um, I think the most successful it's probably two things the most successful and they're probably within reach give me a sec right that and thems so the first one our original bestseller was this and I'll never understand why. Mm. Acid wash tea, left chest print. Cool. Single colour. That's it. Mm. No back print, no nothing. Didn't even have any neck tags. And then the second one, which we sold literally thousands of, were these Death Moth socks. Nice. They went out like fucking mental. 
um it was really annoying because at the time when we were doing ads we were selling hundreds and hundreds of pairs of those but our average order value went down ah so uh, we were yeah. still spending the same amount of money on ads yeah. we weren't actually earning anymore <laughs> because everyone was That's like annoying. buying socks but stopped buying the fucking t-shirts yeah it was like yeah. the socks should have been an add-on <laughs> yeah exactly and it was just finding the the right way to do that was really tricky um what's the thing that flopped i'll tell you fucking what flopped <laughs> again socks your uh, penis so I've talked about this before. I can't remember what episode it was where I gave away most of them to charity. <laughs> oh yeah, the ones that the ones the socks these, that were wrong. These fucking socks, man. I think I've still got about hundred pairs of them. Um, yeah, they they bombed quite heavily. See, that's really the, interesting. The thing the thing that was even more annoying is that when the manufacturer fucked up that order in the first place and we had to send it back as an apology. They offered to make us uh, a pair of socks, a uh, hundred pairs of a pair of socks for free for mm. a different design. And I got them in and they fucking sold like crazy. Mm. Sold out, I think, within two months. Mm. And and then I was stuck with 250 pairs of these other socks that I couldn't fucking shift for love it's, nor money. It's really interesting, isn't it? Because your your most and your your most successful and least successful selling item are the same item. Yeah, it's, it's fucking weird, isn't it? Based on design. Yeah, crazy, isn't it? Literally I mean, it's not. I mean, it shouldn't design. be surprising because design sells things. But yeah, it's um. Yeah. I mean, one that one that I thought was going to be really, really popular in terms moving away from socks, but on t-shirts that I thought was going to be really, really popular was this one, and everybody always comments on it, mm. and it never sold. Weird, isn't it? Which is weird because it's like every guest, or not every guest, but a lot of guests that we've had, that when I've been wearing that t-shirt, they're like, oh, that's fucking cool. Yeah, we well, didn't fucking buy one, did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm 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 blaming all of the guests that we've ever had on you um pricks. for that design not saying <laughs> fucking pricks. Um but yeah, if ev- it doesn't if every guest you'd had no on rhyme or fucking reason for it. If every guest we had on bought one of those t-shirts, mm. um then that would be really lovely. Mm. I'd be able to buy tin and beans for dinner. Ooh, beans. <laughs> beans. Oh. But yeah, no, it's weird. There's no no rhyme or reason for it. That like, There's designs I've been really, really proud of that just haven't really sold. Yeah. Um, just It doesn't make any sense. And then like the stuff that's always done well for us traditionally is the very heavily influenced tattoo stuff mm. because that's what our customer base was built off. And then when I started trying to introduce more stuff like the more like graphic y sort of streetwear stuff or comic book style stuff or you know really fine like half tone detail and photorealistic stuff, it just didn't work. Mm. Um and it's a shame because that's always been like more my cup of tea. Um but yeah, that's what it is. So I was starting a different brand. <laughs> we on that then. So should we should we stuff. give a quick time frame for rewind for the listener? Um, yeah. Um soon, I basically. Mean, <laughs> very soon. Yeah. We've we've said it multiple times, but 
it's we, we are basically at the sampling stage and yeah. photography stage yeah um it's just moving very slowly because both Pav and myself have got lots on yeah things are and work lives things are slowing down for me now but in both instances so my instinct is that by sort of november we'll have something oh well as in the start of november we'll have something sort of photographed and sampled and whatnot i've got garments sitting here ready to print on Uh, i've got the separations done and everything oh you got them did you get with a proper f (laughs) yes listener darcy um tried to be cool and stylize the uh the wording on the neck labels that we're putting in and the stylization was in particular on the letter f it didn't look like a fucking f it looked like an equal sign (laughs) <laughs> and it's the first letter of the sentence so it didn't make any fun and he was yeah. like do you think i should make this into changes and i was like 100 percent, like definitely <laughs> it shouldn't even be a, a question they're the, they're the moments that i need to check in with you before yeah. i actually print stuff yeah. what's hilarious is you had multiple people to, before i'd even seen it multiple people that you'd shared it gone mate what the fuck's up with that f <laughs> yeah i know no it's one of my one of my um not so proud moments um we'll let you off yeah no very very soon though it's we're i think we've got the designs are all done we've even got the fucking sample garments here and shit mm. yeah um, sitting and neck tags are printed like i've got loads of garments sitting here down to us fucking printing it and then getting it out to the couple of people we're speaking to about um photographing for us and then it's all all go but i think one change that we have made i think and because we always talked about doing the going down the pre-order route, mm. and I think after we're not doing that now. To, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think for some things we are still going to do pre-order. Yeah, because there's obviously items that are going to be a lot more cost to us in the first instance, and it's like if there's no guarantee, you know, but it's an incredibly new brand. If we're going to be forking out hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pounds out of our own money, as well mm. as fucking essentially working two jobs each, it's like, you know, if shit doesn't sell, it's a bit of a kick in the dick. Um, and there's no guarantee for anything selling. But in the first instance, I think what we're going to do, all of the T-shirts, they're going to be pre-printed. So there's no pre-orders, there's no waiting around, but they're more costly items. So maybe hoodies, jackets, if we do them, et cetera, et cetera, which we do have jacket designs um they are probably going to be on a pre-order basis but we're in quite a fortunate position where we're both printers and you have an embroidery machine yes and we can turn shit around really quickly so there's not going to be an eight week wait to to get your shit pre-orders are most likely going to be what 10 to 14 days i think it'd be probably less yeah it'd probably be a week 10 days yeah, I mean, one right. my my intention as well. Right. Once I've got it set up on the press, unless I've got a fucking six color job coming, which I never do, it's just going to sit mm. on the, my my half of what I'm printing can just sit there, rattle them off. Basically, you're doing the one thing that you can't normally do when you go to another printer is fucking ask them to just have a design ready to go on the press yeah, the whole time. Exactly, exactly. So it's you know, I mean, I think in the first instance, we'll we'll we're going to print a few off. We'll see how it goes. Um. If they don't sell, which obviously there's no fucking guarantee anything's going to sell. Um, mm. But at least we'll have some shit for ourselves. Mm. 
you know so but yeah we've uh we've already got the next drop decided as well and we're designing um and discussing are we well i we? am <laughs> what one do we decide on starts with a g yes yes yeah 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 we have yeah. Oh, i haven't started designing i haven't even I haven't had time to fart recently let alone sit down and design something but yeah I, I, I know that's why i'm so bloated like fucking, I'm gonna take off. You're just full of shit. Like that Harry Potter. Yeah, there is that. Like that Harry Potter <laughs> thing where the where the bird gets all like bulbous. Yeah, yeah. And floats out the window. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Oh yeah. So re- rewind is very very close. Uh, we've obviously sorted all the uh, the issues with the website. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we're very 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 nearly ready to go. Um, I think that. that the the most important things left to do are the things that nobody else gives a fuck about and don't matter to anybody else, mm-hmm. basically, mm-hmm. Um, like sorting bank accounts and shit like that. Um, but yeah, it will come, it will come. We have our checklist and we're nearly there. We're nearly there, very nearly there. It's exciting. Yeah. Very exciting. Have, um, just to change the dynamic of the convo a little bit. Have you got any cool things you're working on in the studio at the minute? No, because you are you are a tinkerer. Oh, you mean actual studio stuff? Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I have actually. Yeah, I've got two things, three things I'm working on currently. Um, so I have all the parts ready for a basically a kit that turns my off contact on the cruiser into one knob that I turn rather than um the two handles okay so the intention is to run you know how the um how the side to side adjustment goes on the xy on the mm-hmm. on the registration i've got another one of those that's going to sit with a coarser thread that sits in between the two off contact handles so you can turn a knob in the middle and it pushes them both out at the same time you like that idea don't you I do because that's the thing I fucking despise about my press. I know, and the way I've done it as well is that it can. I've designed it so it can be adjusted. So if one, say, one needs to go further down, if there's some sort of issue and your off contact isn't level for a reason, you can um, you can wind one end. So if you've got an issue where already to sit, because on the cruise, I don't know if you know, listeners, uh, that the off contact is two arms, and you when they're vertical, uh, the off contact at its lowest, which is the distance on the screen to the substrate, and then the further apart they get from each other, they open up, um, the higher it gets. So by putting a threaded bar on, because these work independently, by putting a threaded bar on, you should theoretically be able to lift both sides the same amount the exact at the exact same time. Um, but sometimes if it's off-centre, you can lift one more than the other. So it's that I'm working on. These are all the things I'm working on on the press, actually, which is quite interesting. Um, the Actually, four things, to tell a lie. Uh, I'm. <laughs> I've just recently bought the parts to do a a counter for the amount of rotations that my uh, platens make, so that I can keep a count of what I've done. So I know, say I'm printing a hundred t-shirts. Well, say I'm printing, make it easier. Say I'm printing forty t-shirts. I know that should be ten rotations of the of the pallets mm. um uh but if it's a print on print flash print or a multi-color job obviously that'd be more so print flash print would be 
um, uh, 20 right. rotations of the pallets. And then, so I've got a time, I've got a, basically building a clicker that clicks the, every time it gets to the master pallet again, it registers as a one. So that's a full rotation. Oh, right. So then yeah, I, yeah. Can, I can see, I can look down and see, right, this job should have been six rotations of the pallets, 10 rotations of the pallets. I've actually done 12. What's happened there? Like, am I losing some efficiency somewhere? Because obviously each time you're putting those plans around, you're, you're wasting time. Um, that's more of a sort of a, a measurement thing for me. Uh, and the last thing is that for the because press, you um, is that because you didn't get a tape measure from S Color? Exactly what it is. You the need to measure other things. Yeah, I, I need to just like I like measuring. <laughs> oh, I, I, you know, you know, I time everything. I time every job I do. I time how long it takes, start to finish. Um, so I've got a record of like what color job it is. How many? Who's out of the fucking window? What are you doing? <laughs> Joanna clawing at the window. I should really let her in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> through the window yeah 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 bless her <laughs> um uh yeah i like to measure everything so yes I'm, I'm measuring that and then the last thing on the press is i'm building a or trying to build a foot pedal system bear with me here um that All i can right. have so that uh i can basically when i'm doing a single color job even it's like a, even a print flash print to be handy for but basically when i'm using one screen a foot pedal that I can put my foot on and it pulls the screen away from the area where I'm loading a t-shirt and unloading it. And then when I let go, it pulls back. Does that make sense? No. When you know when, when I'm printing, <laughs> so I load a t-shirt. When I load a t-shirt, yeah. I don't like the screen being in the way. Oh, right. I see what you mean. Yeah. So, and... Sometimes what I do is because I'm stupid and can't don't know my left and my right. I'll move the screen to the left and then I will go right, and then I'll bring the wrong screen back down because I'm a fucking idiot because my, my press is always fully loaded. <laughs> so I'm going to build a system that runs on. I think I've got it sorted. I'm going to using a uh, you know the drum thing with the two symbols it goes that thing. It runs it runs on a chain, chain off a pulley. So I've got one of those, and I've got a some cord and a and a pulley system with some uh, bungee cords, one in each direction, so they can I've got to get the tension right. So when I Mate, pull it, I'm not going to lie, this is going well over my head. <laughs> okay, well, it's, it basically it'll, <laughs> the idea is that when I when I pull when I pull this, it'll pull the screen away from where my loading area is and then when i take my foot back off of it oh, I, I, I get what you're back. saying i get what you're saying but i'm mm. just like i i can't i'm not doubting you i just can't picture how it's going to work that's just beyond my the fucking capacity in my brain at the minute i mean it might not work um because mm. i've got to find a way of doing it while also still allowing the plans to rotate so it's got to be thread up through the middle of the if if it's possible through the middle of the press, but I don't, I'm not. Into, I mean, it might have to come from above. I don't know yet. Yeah. Um, and it's really for a pointless thing, but I just think it'd be fun to do. And the last thing mm. is the um, the washout booth. Uh, basically, I have a thing where if if I find something annoying, I write on my whiteboard what's annoying me in the studio, and then I'll. It may carry on annoying me for a month or so, but eventually I'll come up with a way of sorting it. And my washout booth. Well, actually, I can live without a backlight. The backlight isn't the most annoying thing. The most annoying thing for me is keep getting the 
my normal wash tap, my normal um like spray like garden hose, and my jet wash keep getting the thing the things mixed up, the the, the pipes. Right. So I've I'm gonna install some basically the the water above rather than because they're both at the minute they're both off to the left. It's gonna be above on a little arm. You know when you go to the petrol station and the petrol station's on and the fuel yeah. power's on an arm. Basically, you can do that one for each of them. One's going to sit on the left, one's going to sit on the right. Yeah, my plumber, when he came and fitted the washout booth, um, when we moved back, he offered to do that for me. Mm. Um, it's just like, yeah. It's, it's something I do want to do, but at the time, it was like, it's not necessary right now. Yeah, it's, I need it. It's starting to really get on my fucking tits. Um, yeah. So yeah, those are the things I'm working on at the moment, mainly pressing. Everything else in my studio is working pretty well. Apart from uh i haven't really worked out how i'm going to deal with this i've only ever really properly printed in the studio with my new setup while it's been warm enough to have the door open which is fine right uh but i haven't got physically got the room to print in there with the door closed because of the catch bin doesn't fit <laughs> yeah you've got a very very similar problem to me yeah. in the sense that in the summer i was basically wheeling half the dryer outside mm which was fine because my garden's incredibly enclosed mm. and I just drop the, the gates down on the dryer. So I know there's no fucking extra heat escaping or anything like that. And I've checked it on and it's all fine. It's like jobs have fucking run absolutely perfectly. But as the weather's turning and um, we're going to be getting more rain and it's colder, I'm like, yeah, that's going to start fucking affecting shit. And mm. it's essentially limiting me to a single station. Mm. it's not good is I'm it like, no so yeah i don't i don't really know what i'm gonna do to be honest what i need suffer it for the time what being i need is the uh tunnel dryer that um sarah's got i need one of those ones that returns it back to me yeah but they're also about 18 foot oh hold on <laughs> i could build a <laughs> They're fucking huge. Yeah, but I'm just thinking the motor is at the end of the dryer. So shut I could... up! Shut up! <laughs> no, I could, I could get, I could just buy the parts for another, another conveyor belt and have a, a conveyor belt that runs off the motor that runs forwards to run it back to me. That's actually a genius idea. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna think on that. Thanks for that. I needed that inspiration. <laughs> Five jobs. <laughs> marginal oh. gains, mate. It's all about marginal gains. No, I know. I know. But it's it's difficult when... I mean, I, I felt I was doing really well when I had the unit because it's like I had room to work with. Mm. But now it's like I'm really having to think about like what I do and the way I work. And, it, you know, even to, to the point of where I stand, like... Mm how far out I can pull the pallets, where exactly I need to put fucking designs on a screen and stuff. And I'm getting good at that, but mm. I don't particularly want to be great at it because that's just going to encourage me to keep all this shit here mm. when I don't want it here. Mm. Um, you know, I want to be back in a unit or we want to be in a retail unit um, and have a, a storefront and everything and kind of diversify the income a little bit. But it's just a is it, it that's finding finding the the space, um. You know, I've got a bit of money I can invest into it, um. But it's yeah, I, I just don't know where to do it, like 
where I live in Burgess Hill is fucking dead. The towns all around there are fucking dead. Like, if I went onto the high street round here, it'd just be murder. Like, mm. it'd be complete fucking suicide. Um, because there's nobody there. Mm. Nobody's interested in spending any money. Everybody goes to Brighton. Brighton's way too expensive. So the next best thing is Worthing, which is like up and coming. But even that's pretty pricey. And there's not really the type of unit I, I need. Mm. It's like, yeah, it's a tricky one. I'm keeping an eye out um, because I'm very keen to get it all out of here. And like, I feel we've got enough work to do it. Um, but yeah. Well, there'll be yeah. people that will be the, the idea would be like ha, ha, having a yeah. The idea would be basically having a unit next to my day job, where I finish my day job and I can go next door and print for myself. <laughs> Is that an option anywhere there? No, they haven't got any space. It's a shame, isn't it? Mm. Just knock a shed up, mate. Huh? Just knock a shed up. Just get a shed. Just shed it. Yeah, but then I just put the fucking foundation down and everything. Like, Mate, just... if Paul can do it, and he's a vegan, you can do it. He did have a man in a very small digger come and help him, though. Well, I know, but... His toy digger. I, lo I love a tiny digger. The ones mm. that fit through your doorway, they're hilarious. <laughs> oh. oh. I've got I've got one more question on the list for you. Okay, okay. Um, and maybe we could close it out with this. Or unless okay. you've got any more questions, I don't want to shut you off. No, I think all I nothing that's relevant. All right. So, what? Recently, I've been thinking, how can I diversify? I guess my client pool, because the problem we've always been in is we print for a lot of breweries, we print for a lot of hospitality places um sort of like you know your pizza places and coffee places that do merch and shit but it's like every fucking year like december's december's a weird one for that industry because they can either be really great or fucking really bang average to shit um and then january february march are fucking awful and they make up a massive part of our clientele. And I was like, okay, what, just trying to think like what industries are year round or not even necessarily year round, just the ones that can fill those gaps. You know what I mean? Mm. So my question is, what is a niche industry you'd like to have more clients from? I mean, in all honesty, I fucking hate having clients. Um <laughs> Uh, a niche industry that, uh... mine isn't an industry and I'm not sure how feasible this is but having worked with Aaron the other day and him showing me all the things that he's working on uh, I want more customers like Aaron do you want more artists yeah like proper he's a bit he's not just an artist in my mind he is. He's basically a creative genius, and that's not me blowing smoke up his ass. Some of the shit he comes up with is so wafty, 
but in such it's all right. he's, he's already he's already told me he doesn't listen because he doesn't like the sound of your voice he uh, actually he, can... he, he does listen he's listened to three episodes so i should know i spent a whole day with him <laughs> i made him listen to them um <laughs> <laughs> Like, the no, deal is, I'm teaching no, you didn't. to print if you listen to three whole episodes. <laughs> mm. But I think I'd like more customers, like from a from a, a personal point, I'd like more customers and people like that to work with because uh, he had really appreciated the craft of it. And seeing him being there, as I know, this is obviously quite unusual for the actual customer to be there. He's not even, well, he's a customer because so it's embroidered for him, but him seeing it come to life was fucking brilliant and when he you now when he saw it the first print and he pulled the first print he was like this is fucking wicked like really loved it uh, i like more customers like that um so but as when, far I the, when i had the unit like a few times i'd like some of the brewery folk would come down and they'd they'd literally just be in the area and they'd be delivering some beer to a pub and they'd pop in mm. and just would have a coffee or whatever and it, most of the time it was whilst i was printing so mm. I'd print and then like and they really appreciated that part of it. Mm. And that's why they come back. Mm. Because they know it's not fucking D2G bollocks or whatever. Like it's like mm. it's hand pulled, like there's a lot of time that goes into it and a lot of effort that goes into it, and they just fucking appreciate it. And I think that's part of the reason why I've built such a good relationship with some of the bigger ones or ones that have become bigger for us, is like I'd let them into all those secrets. Mm. And like, not that they are secrets. I don't think they fucking should be secrets. I think the industry should be a lot more open. Um, but yeah. We've always we've always said that breweries like are, like that. breweries are very similar to print shops. Well, breweries do yeah. brewery yeah, brewery I think tours they are massively. They, they, breweries do brewery tours. So why don't we do yeah. print shop tours? Like as as a more like sort of bringing people around my house. Well, yeah, I mean that is a bit different, <laughs> and this is this is the part of the garden where my dog does a shit, and uh, this 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 is my child's There's new bunk bed. <laughs> this is my child's new bunk bed minus the second bed. <laughs> it, you're right, you're right. It is just a bed on stilts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's my neighbour that doesn't like me very much. Um... <laughs> yeah, this this is the driveway where I park my car. Mm. <laughs> Uh, but I think as far as like actual niche industries, uh, I don't think I have one because I've I'm always been sort of fairly black and white about my printing. I do it to make money. I do it to be as profitable as possible with it. But I will generally choose a job that I really want to do over a job that will make me loads of money, which I know is a really weird thing to say, but I'm very much like if I see something I want to do, I could I could have spent all day yesterday printing and, and you know for a big job or whatever, but I spent all day printing with someone and doing something cool, and that was yeah. that was more valuable for me. So it's I suppose it's not really a niche industry; it's a niche type of customer. So I'd like yeah. more sort of people like that that I could do that with. And I did wonder whether so, um running courses would be a cool thing, but then I realised I don't actually know what I'm doing. So that's probably not the best thing. To... <laughs> I, th- I genuinely think I'm not fucking blowing smoke up your ass. I think you'd be brilliant at fucking teaching people. Mm. Well, those who those who can do, those who can't teach. <laughs> so I suppose that doesn't make sense. <laughs> I'd be I'd be a fucking awful teacher. Yeah. I just because I thought I thought about it before we got rid of the unit just to try and bring in a bit of extra income. Um, and I was just like, I just fucking hate people. Mm. I was like, I'm just going to end up telling somebody off. Um, 
and they're like, I've paid to be here. I was like, I don't care. Fuck off. Get out. Mm. But, but I've paid you. It's, don't care. Fuck off. You can have your money back. And then that's yeah. when I'll get my one star Google review. <laughs> <laughs> Ringing you up, asking how to do it. <laughs> yeah. How do I give you one star so review? If, if you could like, tell you what, fuck it. Let's end this on a hypothetical question because this mm. is what we do with the guests. Mm. I'll ask this question to you and you ask it to me. Okay. 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 You ready? Yeah. So if you could pick any, whether it be person, brand, company, organization, whatever in the world to print for, who would it be and why? Oh, can I have a second? Yeah. Seconds up. Uh, this is difficult. We're including bands and stuff in this. Yeah, if you want. I think I'd really like to print for Muse. All right. Because I think a lot of their band teasers and shit they've done have been a bit wank. Hmm. And I know that they're ultra creative. Just muse. Yeah. I know that they're ultra creative. <laughs> and uh, I've been to fucking God knows how many of their gigs. And it's always a fucking spectacular show. And then the t-shirt's yeah. always shit. Good life. Yeah. They, yeah. I mean, I think they're probably the best live band. They must be one of the best live bands on the planet. They've just fucking got well, it nailed. Nick said that when she went to see Blur at um, Wembley. And she mm. was just like, so I said to her, I, was, I fucking love Blur. And I was like, can you get me like a fucking T-shirt? Mm. She was like, yeah, sure. And she sent me all the pictures of the merch. And I was just like, this is really, really crap. Mm. I was like, There's just no thought gone into it. It's yeah. just like, just get some merch out. So I think, I think that like, would oh. be it. Fair enough. Either that or spam. So I really like spam. I'd like loads of free spam. <laughs> spam or muse. Print like no process printing tins of spam on yeah. a t-shirt. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's probably something Supreme would sell, to be fair. Spam Supreme. Yeah. Well, Supreme would actually be one of my answers. Not because I'm a massive Supreme fan or anything, mm. because I'm I'm not really. I'm not really that bothered. Um, just because it's fucking easy, <laughs> it's just white yeah. and red. That's yeah, it. but I think that would bore the on, fuck on out of you after a while. Yeah, probably. But if you know, I was doing a fucking, I had an auto, and I was doing fucking ten thousand of each, and I was fucking making a mint, it wouldn't really matter, would it? Uh, uh, can either I... that or go on, or I would love to print for um, Foo Fighters. Yeah, and then hand deliver. That much, <laughs> just so I could give Dave Grohl a cuddle. No, yeah. I'm gonna. Uncle I think. Dave. I'm gonna say something. I'm gonna. I might. I might change. I might change who I want to print for, but I had it in my head, and then we spoke about Foo Fighters, and all I, all I could think about was Foo Fighters songs. It obviously, it obviously wasn't as good. Whatever the answer was, it wasn't as good as Muse. Um, yeah. I think band merch in general can be a bit shit. I think that's like, that's the reason for it, though, isn't it? Yeah. 
The T-shirt's yeah, never as creative the, as the not album. Not the shit that Sarah's doing because the shit that Sarah's doing is fucking awesome. Yeah, but that is like he's got a really really good uh, pool of customers there. Yeah, that is like a proper that is a proper niche that she's got there, and she's really fucking good at yeah. it, and she's lovely, and yeah. she's and yeah. she's lots of jammy dodges. <laughs> World Industries, the skate brand. I don't know if they're still yeah. going. That would be fucking cool to print for them. Are they still going? Let's find out. Um, world in this. It looks like they are. Yeah, still going. Hmm. Yeah, and of course, you'd probably get to meet Rodney Mullen as well, wouldn't you? I don't know if he's even still involved with it. Um, but I always really oh, liked that. I always really liked their artwork. It was just yeah. cool. It would be fun. To, I, I reckon some of it would be quite difficult to print because it's all like butt registered stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I think that would be quite cool. But yeah, but then I think I'm sort of picking that based on how cool I think they are, not on what I think I could do for them because I don't think I could probably do anything for them. I know for like no, I, 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 I didn't mean it as what can you do for them because I think that's a bit of a um uh I can't think of what the fucking word is. Um big headed who would you like to? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean I know it's big headed of me to say that I reckon we could do better stuff with Muse's merch, but I'm fucking saying it. No, Matt, Matt be Bellamy, honest, if you're I, listening. I, I, I think a fucking <laughs> hamster with Adobe Illustrator could probably do better than that. So Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Shall we um shall we leave it there? I think we should. That's been a two hour episode. Has it? Oh shit, fucking the listeners listening to us fucking ramble on about bollocks for two hours. Anyway, should we let the guest Sorry, in? Sorry, listener. <laughs> should we let the guest <laughs> in now? <laughs> let me in! <laughs> oh, we have actually got a really cool guest for next week, but let's not... Is it next week we're recording it? Let's not say who it is. Uh, we've potentially got one next week, um, and we've definitely got one the week after, so we've got the next couple lined up. Cool. But yeah, let's leave it there, mate. Lovely. Well, it's been it's, it's been lovely. We haven't spoken for so long, um, so let's hang up this <laughs> video chat and then text each other for the rest of the night. <laughs> oh, my back. Oh. All right, mate. I'll leave you to it. It's been emotional. I'll see you soon. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye. <laughs>